Hello and welcome to Pressing Matters, a fly on the wall style podcast about WordPress, business and life. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plug-in author and works for Delicious Brains. And Jack runs better notifications for WP and his web design agency. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pressing Matters. Ian, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Jack. Um, yeah, I have survived Black Friday and um, yeah, kind of normal services resumed with the plug-in plugins i guess but no yeah i i'm i'm well i'm just trying to survive um all the coughs and colds that's coming from school and nursery at the moment uh, mm, so yeah, yeah i might i might sound a little bit deeper than usual but yeah no good how about yourself how's things yeah good um my, my uh i got a friend that um whenever he goes into nursery there always seems to be something on the on the window that says you know this week our child has got this and he calls it victorian illness of the week because it's always like scarlet fever or someone's got mumps or something like that. Things that you think people shouldn't have anymore, but but you do, yeah. you know. This week it's the Black Plague, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, oh, well, I hope you all feel better soon, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, well, th- this week, I actually, just before I was recording this, I'm writing a, like an import script um, that takes a JSON feed um, into WordPress posts, which is kind of fun. It's like a jobs feed thing. And there isn't a WordPress plugin for it, so I'm just writing like a script that will run on a cron or something you know i'm just trying to work it out at the moment um i've i've, I've just had a fantastic weekend actually i i met up with a whole group of ex-school friends who i haven't seen for nearly 20 years and it was just amazing it was just this long weekend of like seeing people and catching up and stuff and um i'm still buzzing from it you know like two days later so it was it, it yeah it was really really good so uh but otherwise, yeah, just getting stuck into a few projects ahead of Christmas uh, that will see me through until kind of spring at the moment, really. So, um, yeah, things are kind of uh, comfortably busy, I would say. So that's so that's nice. good. And how's uh, how's better notifications for WP? Has uh, the implementation of bundles moved the needle much? And I ask for a reason, but not to just to be nosy. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it hasn't moved the needle much. I have had sales of I haven't. I've got three bundles, um, and I've had sales of the lowest price one and the middle price one. Um, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing major yet. I'm just kind of leaving it there and seeing what happens. You know, you, it's always one of those things where you throw it in at a price point. You never know how it's going to do, and then you yeah. know, just leave it there and just, you know, I, I'm just going to wait and watch. And I might put the price down. I might put the price up. But um, you know, it, it, this is um, it, it goes kind of hand in hand with that this period that I said about recently where sales have just been, they seem like they've been a bit slower, but actually I was looking at it the other day and they haven't really changed all that much at all. There's only been a tiny, tiny sort of like five to 10% difference. So um, it's, it. I think that the distance between the time period between people buying uh, like an add-on for the plugin uh, and when the next person buys an add-on is longer than it was before. Mm. But it hasn't seemed to have made much different on difference on revenue. So yeah. But how you, yourself have you implemented bundles yet? Yeah. So I uh, obviously well we're recording this on the what day is it Tuesday? Yeah, God, Tuesday. I'm losing all track of time. It's the Tuesday after Cyber Monday and the Black <coughs> Friday weekend. Uh, and I ran a fifty percent uh, sale for Black Friday this weekend for WP User Manager and Integrate yeah. actually my own plugin other plugin. Um. So, 
and now that's over and the discount's been removed from like the alert bar and um, it's kind of back to normal on the site, I've, this, as of this morning, implemented a bundle and actually only one bundle because after talking to various people about it, I've, I've only got enough add-ons really to kind of, I can't do a tiered approach where you get some add-ons in one bundle or some, yeah, some add-ons in one bundle, another load of add-ons more in the second bundle and then all add-ons in a third bundle like there's only six mm -hmm. premium add-ons at the moment so um it's made sense just to release one bundle and i've kind of I've taken some advice on what to do to sort of have a pricing experiment and i've gone from having all the add-ons where you could buy them individually uh for three different tiers of based on site activations i guess so a single site license two to five sites and unlimited sites and that you know there was different price points across but i think mm -hmm. as we've talked before i wasn't really getting many sales of any of the licenses other than a single site license because you know the mm -hmm. nature of the plugin people just want to use it on one site so um i've removed for now two to five sites and unlimited sites so when you go to an add-on page you can only buy the single site license or mm -hmm. now this one bundle, which is all six add-ons for unlimited sites. So right. it's kind of like the add-ons themselves have gone up from thirty nine ninety nine to forty nine ninety nine, and that's the single site mm -hmm. for just an add-on. And all six add-ons for uh, unlimited sites is now one nine nine. So that's mm -hmm. kind of like the bigger price, but you get a lot more bang for your buck on that. Um, yeah. So that's it's just an experiment to see that you know can I get entice people to spend a little bit more and get a lot more, and there therefore increase the average spend per customer, you know vastly from it was just forty bucks to now potentially two hundred bucks. So that that landed today. Obviously, nothing's really happened since then. But yeah, it's it'll be interesting experiment. Perhaps not the best month to do it in December, but you know I'll, I'll move fast and see how things change in january but yeah uh, i'm finally back i'm finally on the bundle trail as it were after we talked about it for a long time um so yeah oh nice and yeah well you have to let us know how that goes that sounds really interesting actually yeah you kind of cut your offering in one area and expand it in another that sounds really interesting yeah it just didn't seem to be working for the other you know people weren't buying unlimited sites it's not it's not the same as a tool or a plugin that you're going to use across every site that you own. It's it's a it's a niche plugin to do certain things. So you'll rarely mm. want to run multiple membership sites or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But it, it was nice yeah, to nice. come out of November was probably my best month yet. And with Black Friday, it was quite good. You know, kind of a handful of sales for Black Friday, which helped. Um, That's good. But yeah, it's all sort of all interesting part of, you know, having the plugin and, and running these experiments so hopefully in in the new year i'll be adding more add-ons and then maybe i can split the bundles out like as the kind of thing you've done but yeah anyway i don't, I don't want to go into that too much because you know we, we've actually got a topic to talk about today haven't we we do yeah today we're going to be talking about gpl clubs um and this was sort of spawned from uh, matt was asked about them at uh, WordCamp US um, in the Q&A. Uh, and he 
it, it just kind of prompted us to start talking about it. And, you know, I've got an experience of GPL clubs and um, you just we wanted to just talk about, you know, like what they are and what they do and, you know, the differences in GPL license a little bit and all that sort of stuff, what the angle is there. Um, so, well, I, I, I guess... I guess we could kind of recap what what Matt said. Um, ultimately, I mean, he he just said that you know GPL clubs, by the very nature, are, are allowed by the GPL license, um, and you you can't stop people from from doing that, from running GPL clubs without taking away other freedoms, freedoms that WordPress allows and and kind of relies on as as part of its kind of offering, and that really, if you want to support developers and support the plugins that you like then he i think and i sort of paraphrasing i might be quoting that but he said vote with your wallet buy it support the developer you know get get what you pay for and um and try and do the right thing basically Mm. um which he's absolutely right but um yeah i think i think as well actually his response was very um it like a lot of like, like a lot of things I think with Matt he tends to be quite down the middle and quite reasonable with his responses and I actually thought that he's quite right there's not a lot you can do about those kinds of things but yeah you can you can just try and do the right thing and and mm. try and try and support people that you want to support and everything so um you know whether you can afford to or, or not is another matter and I suppose that's where the GPL clubs kind of fit in really well I think it's you know the the GPL it's a negative of the GPL, but it's a small negative in comparison to the big positive that the GPL gives for all of the other software, you know, the plugins, themes, and core itself. Um, Absolutely, that, yeah. That you can you focus know, too much on it. Yeah, he's happy that that exists because if you took that away, you take the GPL away, and then you'd you'd lose out on a lot more stuff. But I mean, let, let's just step back a sec. What I mean when we talk about GPL clubs, and and we're not. You know, I, th- I think our collective view at the moment is probably not a good, a good thing. So we don't want to perhaps advertise them too much. But like, you know, in essence, mm-hmm. what what are these clubs, websites, places? Yeah, so they're basically it's it's a website with a collection of what would normally be premium add-ons, say add-ons for better notifications for WP or add-ons for your plugin, and they would be sold by somebody else for a much lower price and you get no money they are just somehow yeah. they've either acquired you know the a pro version or a paid add-on or whatever it might be um and they sell it on their website um they're, so, they're reselling yeah. other people's premium plugins basically yeah yeah they are resellers yeah absolutely yeah um and you'll find that you know the the, the stuff that they sell there on there they they offer no support um, for any of the plugins uh, they offer or themes or whatever it is that they're selling but uh, they do offer usually automatic updates to your WordPress dashboard um, but you'll usually find that unless it's an extremely popular plugin um, or theme that the versions on there are out of date so you're never getting the the latest version that might work with the latest version of WordPress or something like that. Mm. So um, there is a kind of an inherent risk in in doing that. And sometimes as well, uh, depending on how they're selling, what they're selling, you might find that you know the plugins have a modified code base, so they'll be nulled. They don't call home trying to look for an automatic update. They'll call their server instead. Um, they may contain you know obfuscated 
code. They might contain, you know, malware or something else, you know, nasty. Mm. Um, so you're never quite sure what you're going to be getting from there, and you and you don't get the support and the and the kind of the backing of the original developer. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that there's two, there's potentially two flavors of these GPL clubs. There's the people that are doing it because they see that the big premium um, plugin shops, like a big thing is the WooCommerce plugins, extensions, add-ons or whatever, you know, they're, they're quite expensive. So the GPL clubs, I guess, are trying to, they're making money themselves, but they are reducing the cost of these plugins. But then there's, and so they're doing it for, they're doing it for for the benefit of the user because it's cheaper. And then there's the GPL clubs that are, as you said, the the, the plugins themselves contain malware. They can contain, um, you know, dodgy code that's doing stuff that's nefarious. And therefore, the GPL clubs are themselves spammy, nefarious, and they're they're selling, you know, bad code that's doing bad things. Um, so, I guess if you want thick, cheaper plugins you're running that risk of going to the wrong place for it and getting the, the wrong type of stuff and affecting your site, um, affecting your client sites. Um, so yeah, it's it's a tricky one. Uh, and obviously, you, Jack, it sounds like you've had, I, I've not had personal um, experience with any of my plugins. I, I don't think, I haven't gone out and searched for it and I've not come across it in a while, but you've had direct experience of one of your plugins or your, your add-ons being um, sold by someone else, I guess. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, before I dive into that, I just want to say that I think the argument for of GPL clubs, uh, th- their argument will be, well, we're providing a service, we're providing, a, you know, a plugin or a theme or an add-on or whatever it might be cheaper. But I think in reality, what they're doing is they are saying, oh, if I can sell ACF Pro, you know, for $5, $10, I'm giving that to someone much cheaper. So I'm going to get the money instead. And they are, uh, uh, I mean... For lack it's of undercutting. A word, le- yeah. It's undercutting. They're leeching it from someone else. You know that money. Mm. Instead of it going to the right place, that they are taking it. And um, whilst that is allowed by the license, I think ultimately that's kind of how I perceive them. They they will argue it one way, but I think underlying all of that, it, it's it's a monetary thing. It's it's purely yeah. for financial gain. And, um, and that's where the, so, it becomes tricky because GP, the GPL license that our plugins, the premium plugins, most WordPress plugins are released under, allows the code to be copied, to be distributed, to be forked, to be modified in whatever way. Um, and that's allowed under the license. And I guess premium plugin authors are, we, we are selling, we're not necessarily selling the code because it's GPL code, but we are mm-hmm. selling updates, access to that update and support. But the GPL clubs aren't doing that. And as you say, they're just leeching money somewhere else, you know, taking it away from the actual author. Yeah, absolutely. I think my advice to people would be as well, if they were if they were considering going to a GPL club because it's cheaper over going to the, the real person, I would just ask the question, why is that? So if you're an organization that doesn't have... Um, any financial backing or you don't have um, you know much money to kind of buy something or you might be a charity or something get in touch with the developer and say look we are a charity or we are a small organization or we're not for a profit or whatever it might be 
um, or I'm just starting out, is there anything you can do to help? Do you have any discount codes? Do you, could, would you do it, you know, for less money or something? I, I have personally have given away my add-ons, a whole set of my add-ons, I think it's when I had sort of five or six, so it's, you know, a little while ago now, um, to charities completely for free because mm. it, uh, I, I had a look at their site. I got them to send me something that proves that the person is genuinely from that charity, that kind of thing. And if it, I think it's a good cause, then yeah, just ha have them. You have, you know, of course. Um, and they're they're so often I find that they're so grateful. They kind of go, don't go any further than that. They don't need the support or anything like that afterwards. Um, but uh, they still get access to that. That's the thing, you know. And they might say, you might say, oh no, I don't give them for free, or I can't give a, a heavy discount. But there is a discount code here, and you know, mm. remember you get support and that kind of thing. It's like your last ditch attempt to kind of say to people. You can still support, you know, me to develop the plugins and add-ons, and you will still get, you know, some money off. But you'll also get the the backing of the, you know, me and the support and everything like that. So, um, I would say that there is a, there is a, a an opportunity to make sure you're doing the right thing on both sides. Um, you know, developers could push people towards GPL clubs, and and people that are looking at GPL clubs and developers could be pushed more towards developers. So, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we we do the same with Delicious Brains plugins. We offer discounts to nonprofits and charities and stuff. And it, and it is there is a way to get it cheaper th through the you know the correct means to do it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's a funny one though, isn't it? Because I can like you you were just saying, why would you be going? You know, what are the reasons for people to go to buy them from the GPL clubs and? You know, if you're not a non-for-profit, not-for-profit, and you're not a charity, and you are just setting up a site for yourself or a client, and actually money is an issue, then the GPL clubs do, you know, trying to trying to see from both sides, they do offer a way to get premium code for a cheaper price. I mean, especially in the case of if you're if you're setting up an e-commerce site, and and your your first step is to build a website to sell your products or your or whatever by the nature of that you haven't made any you haven't got any money so therefore if you want to try and um, get some add-ons for WooCommerce or EDD to you know build your site and get all of the bells and whistles that are needed to to run the e-commerce site you're looking your know, best part of $500 plus for what you need and people don't have that necessarily straight away um, so I can see why GPL clubs are a draw, um, but yeah, you, it's it's almost akin to the you know the themes that you'd get from I don't know, the th classic theme forest theme, which would have all the bells and whistles, all the options, and it would bundle plugins to do this, this, and this. You know, like came across one the other day through support where it was a theme that bundled the WP Bakery page builder plugin. Mm -hmm. And that came in the theme, and it was a zip file that you could then install. But of course, you've bought the theme from Theme Forest. You've not bought WP Bakery Page Builder from them, so you're kind of stuck with this out-of-date code with no support because you bought it from somewhere else. Um, and mm -hmm. that's sort of that's not a great situation to be in, especially for the case of where I was investigating a support ticket that the user of my plugin had an issue with this theme and it turned out to be the page builder plugin embedded mm. in the theme and i'm trying to say well there's an issue there you need to contact 
the support of the plugin, but you can't really because it's bundled with your theme. So you need to contact mm-hmm. the theme author and hope that they will get bundle a new version of the pl- of the plugin once that's fixed. Like that's a horrendous chain of support, um, and it's unlikely to be resolved. And the actual fix will then get to the end user of the theme, and it's obviously mm-hmm. the same GPL clubs. They're not going to you're not going to get any support. Um, so even if you know short term gain, you get it cheaper, but you're not going to have over the long term uh, to fall back on support you're probably going to get into more problems than you solve um, yeah yeah it's true it is true I mean yeah I mean what you are taking a risk I mean what happens if you do need support for you know the plugin you know what if you there's a bug what if you are using an older version you know you've got an up-to-date version of WordPress but the only available version the last thing that was stolen or taken or you know found or downloaded from somewhere is one that's several versions behind it's not up to date with the latest version of wordpress you've bought it you install it and they were like well that you you know what you see is what you get we're not we're not selling support you know mm. and we don't have any updates we have we're aware that there is an update for this plugin but we don't have it because you know we've got to come by it by other means or whatever and um and you're stuck. Then you, and then that person is out of pocket, regardless of where they went to. You know, and sure they're not as out of pocket as they would be. But if they had that support and they did find a bug and the developer was responsive, they would be able to fix it and issue a, an update yeah. for it, as you know, I know me and you do. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it... and even my argument of the whole, if you're setting up a, an e-commerce store and the WooCommerce extensions are too expensive for you, so you go to the GPL Club to to get them cheaper. You know, if you have a bug, like you say, you are risking your e-commerce site because you've got a broken mm-hmm. plugin. Because you know, and and that's a business critical piece of software that should be up to d- updated all the time. It should be working, um, and you should be confident that you can get support if it doesn't work. Because at the end of the day, it will affect your ability to take money. So you yeah. you get what you pay for, and mm-hmm. if it's a if it's an important part of your business, don't scrimp. This episode is sponsored by Integrate, the Instagram WordPress plugin which automatically creates posts from your Instagram images and videos on your WordPress site. Find out more at integrate.io. Yeah, I suppose there there is the one the other thing is to look out for you know plugins and themes that offer a um, money back guarantee. There's some some of that have a 30-day money back guarantee. If if for any reason you don't like it, you know, just tell us, no questions asked, just get your money back. So if you're unsure on whether you need it or not, still support the developer, but exercise that right, like, okay, I've tried it out, it's not the thing that I wanted, so, you know, I can get a refund. So kind of look for those as a way to get, or you might be able to do something and say, oh, it's not quite there, so you get in touch with the support, and they say, oh, actually, that's a feature that's coming soon, that's happened to be lots of times, and uh, hang on, you know, and and you, and you'll get it like next month or something. Whether or not they're out of that kind of money back guarantee period is is a something else. But it, it it gives you that that communication, I guess, that that keeps you kind of reassured about what it is that you're buying and what you're what you're doing. Um, yeah, so yeah. There's there's lots of options to to avoid them. I think I think there's lots of options to avoid them. Um, but going back to your question, you asked me uh, my experience. Yes, I, my plugins are on GPL clubs. I, I hate to say that, but um, they are. Um, I have a, 
I don't know this for sure. I have an inkling as to how I got on there. Um, I'm pretty sure that the host I was using at the time, um, they assured me that places like uh, EDD and WooCommerce and like you know the upload folders that they use to protect digital products um, were secure, um, but it turned out that they weren't. And so you could just go and if you knew the you know URL or guess the URL, um, which is easy enough to do, uh, you could just download the zip. And I'm pretty sure, well, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm reasonably confident that that's exactly what happened with my add-ons. But um, interestingly, since I patched that one, I've moved to host a couple of times since then. Um, since I did that, and I've kind of taken security on my site more seriously, um, mainly mainly by just kind of doing a like a bi-monthly audit, really. Um, and just checking that, basic things like there's no new administrators or you know the um uh, uh, the, there's no odd files in the odd in the wrong place or that kind of thing um by doing that i've just stayed on top of it and you know even done a few tests myself like every once in a while i do a test just to make sure that say that folder is still protected and it's yeah you can't get through to the, the zip file stuff like that and um i have noticed that gpl clubs they don't have any latest version to my add-ons at all i mean they are way back so which is why i can kind of more almost match it up to the time when i was on this host um i don't you know and being that they haven't been updated lately i don't think they've got you know say a person that's gone and bought that add-on and then put it on their own website that kind of thing um as well because that's i suppose is an option if you know you're going to sell if you have to buy an add-on that's you know worth a hundred dollars and you go and buy it and then you put it on your gpl club website you know, and then you sell it for ten dollars. You know, you only need ten sales, and then you've paid that off. Mm. Um, you know that kind of thing. So you know that. But I, I'm not sure it's as. I'm not sure there's any business strategy in mind for that sort of thing. I think it's a like, oh, we've just acquired a new plugin because we spotted one in someone's public GitHub. Mm. That's that's a classic one. I've seen that yeah. lots of times. Um, so we've managed to get the latest version from there or something, and um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny enough, though, these sort of business decisions about GPL clubs. Can't really ask how these people do it because most of the GPL clubs have, don't have an about page. They don't have any company details, do they? I mean, you know, even though it's no. it's not illegal, it's obviously <laughs> frowned upon by the community. But they don't like to advertise who they are. I mean, it's funny that, and you know, it does just point to the fact that it is a dodgy practice. It's it is a shame. But absolutely, I yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, funnily enough, there's there's one particular GPL club. Every now and again, I just put my internet detective hat on, and um, I kind of do a bit of googling and you know look up things. And I just like one day I'll go, oh, I you know I'll try and find their author pages, and then I'll find their username, and then I'll go through th and just follow like this little thread to see where it leads me on the internet and that kind of thing. And I found all mm. kinds of information about it. I mean, one of these GPL clubs that I'm on, it was sold on Flipper twice. Um, really? and what the whole of, the actual yeah, GPL club's website yeah the whole yeah the whole GPL club website and so I could find you know the the person that was selling it and they had a video on Flipper um, that was a unlisted YouTube video showing their all their like their WordPress dashboard showing all their earnings because obviously they had to do that as part of the sale of the oh, wow. yeah. site on Flipper and um, 
and all kinds of information it's it's really interesting but it, it's funny when you start following these things you're pretty sure you know where you're going it looks like oh this gpl gpl club's based in the us and then all of a sudden it will take a sharp turn and you'll realize oh no it's based in amsterdam oh no it's not it's based in vietnam you know and hmm. all of a sudden you 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 really don't know where you are and who you're dealing with or or anything you know and um it's it's i think it's layers of of you know, masquerade really um, to try and sort of conceal the identity of, of the site and who owns it. And, you know, there's no who is information about domains. You know, no. they're all, you know, um, privacy on private. Yeah, uh, privacy yeah, switched on and everything. So, yeah, so you're absolutely right. I think, you know, they, they, they don't want to be known. They don't want people getting in touch with them. They, they really, they want have nothing. They want nothing to do with speaking to people. They just want to put them there. And just you know, take the cream off the top of someone else's work. Yeah. Really, I love the fact that you went all Wagatha Christie on the uh, GPL club, and you've uh, <laughs> you, you've gone down the you've gone down the rabbit hole of trying to find him. Uh, interestingly, what was the uh, uh, what what did it look like in terms of flipper? What was it selling for? What were they making? Like what? Um, I have did, a note on it. Did it seem like me, a sustainable business? Maybe I should change my mind about these. Um, I couldn't tell that, but um, I just found it interesting. Hang on a sec. Uh, let me just try and find the note. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm looking. Please hold caller. <laughs> there it is. Find the link to Flipper. Oh, yeah. Flipper's have changed it, so they always want me to sign in now. And it used to be sort of more publicly accessible, but mm. I know they always want to do that. Um, listings, no, um, I can't seem to find it now. I'll have oh, a, a if we keep yeah. talking, I'll, I'll try and I'll try and find it. But um, yeah, it's it's it, it was being sold. Yeah, like I said, it's been sold a couple of times. Oh, I don't have permission to view a particular page anymore. That's interesting. So it must have been removed. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting. Yes. We don't want to advertise it even more. No, exactly. But uh, yeah, and yeah, it's just interesting. It's interesting what you can find out about these people and 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 who they are, and even try and then you know like search them on Facebook or something afterwards. But these people don't exist. I mean, they probably don't exist anyway. You know, they they the usernames and you know pictures and all that sort of stuff probably all kind of made up or borrowed or generated or whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, it's it's not a great thing to to have in the community. I mean, I I was searching for s some background research, and I found a WordPress blog that I'm not sure it's that well known anymore or even that active. But it actually it had an article about them that wasn't um, wasn't sort of an article taking issue with them, but it was an article listing like the top twenty GPL clubs, which I thought was a bit okay. in bad taste. Uh, I'm not even going to mention or link to it, but yeah, I haven't actually seen anything. There's always a bit of Twitter drama going on. I haven't seen anything about that GPL clubs recently. So whether or not they, do you think they still kind of exist in in the sense that there's more coming out and like it, it's almost like a fad that, pe that people have kind of, you know, like as you say, they've not got the most recent versions of your um, add-ons. So if that happens for a lot of them and they're just selling out of date ones do they become less relevant are people likely to buy like old versions yeah it's a good question 
I don't know this, but I have a suspicion that they're probably short-lived projects. Mm. So they'll they'll pop up. Someone wants to make some money. They'll pop up. They'll make a bit of money. They'll close down again. Another one will pop up. You know, it's like whack-a-mole for of webs of GPL club websites. Um, I just don't think that they are sustainable long term, and you know, after a while, they they just don't. They can't have the attraction that they used to have, you know, and they I'm sure they could prey off of things like SEO and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But I, I doubt very much that there's a huge kind of business strategy or particular angle that they've got or, or a route they want to go down to kind of grow their businesses. Because I think yeah. ultimately, you know, like like you say, you know, they're not contactable. They're not easy to find. You can't find any information about them. They, they know they're not you know legitimate businesses and i think if they tried to behave like legitimate businesses then they probably wouldn't get the uh the returns that they would they would want you know hopefully they sort of move on and do do something else really so um it's not something that i think when i found out that you know my plugins are being sold for like or my add-ons being sold for like five dollars ten dollars seven dollars whatever it might have been very you know ridiculously low amount um although they were out of date i i was like no how do i do something about this and actually they they don't keep me up at night anymore or you when they never did but they don't keep me up at night i'm not worried about them um i just let them be and know what i offer is is better and i've made a point of it on my website you know this is what you get this is you know why you should uh, support the developer, you know, in a roundabout way, I've said that. And I think that's all you can kind of hope for, really. And at the end of the day, there are some people out there that just don't want to, they will spend as little as they possibly can and they don't care. They don't care. They don't care about doing the right thing. They don't care about supporting the developer. They don't care about it. Yeah, anything. They just want to be uh, a bit cheaper about what they buy, you know, whatever it might be, you know. Um, and it is probably extends to all par- parts of their life as well, not just, you know, WordPress plugins. It probably is, you know, I want a computer, but I don't want to spend a lot of money or, you know, I want a car, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. And I know a lot of people are probably, you know, think the same. But like you say, and like we've said many times on this episode, you do get what you pay for. Mm. Yeah. And, and ultimately, you know, if you're being as a developer, if your sales are being um are being affected by these GPL clubs to the detriment that you can't survive as a developer putting out these plugins, then what use are those in the long run anyway? Because there's no there's no actual sustainability of your business and therefore the plugins won't exist and you know, they're they're just gonna get very out of date software that will never never see an update anyway, even if the GPL clubs had a route to get an updated version and then could keep updating their users. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it, and I think you were right by saying it's not they're not looking for proper businesses. These are short term endeavors that probably create them, you know, an amount of revenue from a short space of time, and then they just move on because they'll get some traffic. They might hit some keywords and find, or even do pay per click and find a, a, a kind of an influx of users that way. Get the money and move on. And let the let the plugin, uh, the you know the GPL clubs do, sort of die. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 probably a marketing tactic rather than anything else. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I think it's uh, I think it's sad as well that if a GPL club def- affected your business so much that you couldn't afford to be in business anymore, 
everyone loses because you know your users lose because they won't get updates you lose because you're not making the money anymore and the gpl clubs lose because they won't get updates to the plugins that they've stolen off of you so mm. you know it uh you all you can do i guess in that sort of situation if that happens i don't know if it does or not uh, is leave your website online leave your shop online and and hope that you know you get some more sales maybe lower the price a bit hope you get some sales and that you know you continue getting a little bit in every once in a while or something you know but um yeah it's 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 like like with a lot of these things it's one of those things it's allowed by gpl license it's it, it might not be the best thing but it's ultimately we're obviously this episode is smoking uh, focusing on a very small part of um the license but ultimately you know that license has also given you wordpress and wordpress all those all those contributors and you know the people that make money from wordpress for you know this free bit of software so you know ultimately fantastic thing you know but everything's got its little its little dark side hasn't it and i guess this is just one of those there's probably more examples of issues with the gpl that people take advantage of uh, although this is the only one i'm i'm truly aware of yeah uh and I'm going to bring up something that is not directly related to this, but is kind of, you know, along the same lines of it's allowed, so therefore you can do it, but therefore it's not necessarily a good thing, and it's probably not a good thing for the community. And I, mm -hmm. I'm just going to bring up the recent Yoast Black Friday alert bar or banner in the dashboard. You know, that, that to me that's a similar case because the notifications in WordPress where plugins can hook in, they can splash any notification across either their settings page or the whole of the dashboard. Like, There's no restriction really on plugins from doing that, they can do it. Um, and so therefore you'll find instances, and Yoast isn't the only person that, or the only company that does this for their plugins, but they kind of had the big drama and they had people calling them out about it. But if mm -hmm. it's allowed, people do it. and so that you know but because it's allowed and other people can do it it becomes like well hang on if we all did it it's at the detriment of the users and and everybody else because you end up having this kind of like dashboard full of spammy looking ads um that wordpress yeah. probably isn't really you know it's not it's not designed to do that but it's allowed so it could be done yeah it's I'm sure that's probably a topic for another time, but it, and in the same way, the the Yoast banner probably made a lot of money for them in the short term, um, and then it obviously got rolled back. So mm. it's like a, a short term ploy rather than a long term strategy. I don't know. It's it just struck me that there's definitely parallels, and it's quite topical as it's just happened. Yeah, no, 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 I, I totally agree with you. I mean, in some ways, it's a shame that more people aren't abusing it because if they did, I think WordPress core would have to do something about it, you know, quicker mm. as well. But um, I think, yeah, I, I mean, like you said, we could go uh, we could go off on one for a while about it, but I think it was just it was just that it was in such poor taste, really. And, and interestingly, I, I had an issue with one of my sites where a plugin was preventing plugin updates from from showing at all. So one plug, I, and I still haven't worked out where it was in the code yet, but one plugin was basically, it, it, I knew there were updates for plugins, but they weren't showing anywhere. And it, I had to go through systematically, not just disabling, but also deleting plugins until I found the culprit. And I found it mm. in the end. But I that's how I knew that my copy of 
Yoast, um, you know, WordPress SEO, Yoast SEO was so out of date and it must have been months old, months and months old. But interestingly, the code for displaying that Black Friday ad was in there. And it was exactly the same snippet of code as what was in the, the latest version before they rolled it back. So they must have been planning it for quite some time or, or at least planning to do something, you know, uh, some banner ad thing this year. Um, you know, it, and and there are certainly ways that you can do it. But um, the, the, I mean, the hilarious thing is that, you know, I don't know who came up with that ad, but it looked like an old 1999 flash banner ad, Yeah, you know. Um, and I, <laughs> surely there are other ways to do it. I mean, they could have done anything, anything at all, and I'm sure they wouldn't have got half the flack. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the thing, though, isn't it? it? Whether or not it's almost a case of clever marketing by doing something so bad and doing something so, uh, you know, the, the, the user experience was so obnoxious that it became a viral talking point. And, of course, Yoast, you know, they had... There is a case of no, you know, no publicity is or bad pub. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, and I'm sure that they will see a hit from people who don't want, you know, uninstall their plugin and and won't recommend mm. it in future. But yeah, are they? Did they just produce a very very bad looking advert banner, or was that a marketing ploy in itself? Like I'm sure, as you say, if it had been nicer, nicely designed and. Uh, actually a bit more sympathetic looking in the dashboard it probably wouldn't have had so much issue uh, people raising issues with it but yeah Yeah, I certainly hope that wasn't the case they're big enough already yeah you know but then if it's what they did it wasn't necessary in my view it's um you know you're already there you're not fighting for you know um to get to the top of your competition or something like that it's uh you're already you know that one of the biggest plugins top 10 i think it is you know uh, in in wordpress i don't think that was in, entirely necessary but then um i don't know yoast has come under quite a lot of flack in like the the last year or so so um uh yeah it must it must all be having an effect and maybe this was a response to that who knows i guess we'll never know unless they mm. uh, put out a, an honest post about it but um yeah I, I, I mean i've seen conversations in various slack channels where uh, Yoast the man however you mm-hmm. pronounce um, has sort of said you know obviously it wasn't the right thing to do but if it opens up a wider discussion about notifications and t- things in the WordPress space and how to do advertising then all the better and part of me thinks yeah, well, yeah. yeah okay that is a good thing but part of me thinks you know read read the room if that flack says you know all the reaction is this was a horrific thing to do then there is no wider no- discussion needed. It shouldn't be done. There should be some um, some clearer guidelines to say do not put ads in the dashboard, or you know, like there isn't there doesn't need a bigger debate about this. Like it, it's quite clear from the reaction that it shouldn't be the way to do things. But then mm. I guess there needs to be some form of. Um, something put in place to stop it happening again and not much more debate around it but anyway a tangent yeah. we have gone down and that is my own yes making but yeah no i think it was good to talk about the gpl clubs um it was yeah it's it's good to 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 air that one i think um yeah it's um 
I don't know what will happen with them in the future. I just, uh, I hope they all die off. Mm. Well, I just hope people, like as Matt said, vote with your wallet. And as, as he did mention, he's paying for things that he doesn't even necessarily need to because it's better to support people who are making things and, and the makers, not just dodgy resellers. Um, so yeah, support plugin developers, support your local plugin devs. And yeah, support support the world you want. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, yeah, good to chat to you, Jack. And um, yeah, well, we're we're in early December. Might get another one in the can before Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, and again, thanks for listening. We do um, we do have a place for reviews. You can go to pressingmatters.fm/slash/review review, um, and. If you could be so kind to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be really, really good. Um, But yeah, thanks again and nice talking to you, Jack. Yeah, and you, Ian. Speak to you again soon. Cheers. Cheers.